0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt starts now. This, is my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 26th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips? We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A quick recap. Uh, First, we had on Chris Carlson yesterday, and we talked about all things liberty. With God, we can never, or without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for liberty is the Lord's, but we certainly need to be engaged in the fight. We talked about Don't Blame Putin or the Petroleum Companies for Pain at the Pump. Larry Bell writes an incredible article talking about this in com, And we talked about the quote from Joe Biden in 2019. He literally said, look me in the eye. We're going to end fossil fuels. I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuels. Joe Biden's 2019 campaign pledge. Now you see the politics of oil. Yeah, that's a book. The Politics of Oil, written by Jerome Corsi, talking about, hey, oil is made by the mantle of the earth, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we look at the scripture, for the earth is full, and there is enough and to spare. Yes, I prepared all things, saith the Lord. There's plenty, ladies and gentlemen of resources for we the people, but the bureaucrats in a political fashion want to literally end fossil fuels, but they don't have any replacements, folks. Yeah, gas prices have been going up long before Putin uh, and his invasion of the Ukraine. Understand that reality. Gas prices have been going up long before Putin invaded Ukraine. Biden and the embargo on Russia over oil is an absolute fraud, writes Joel Skousen at worldaffairsbrief.com. Inflation over the past year, ladies and gentlemen, has risen to a 40-year high. They claim it's a 7.9%, and I submit that it's way above that level. Using Putin as a scapegoat, ladies and gentlemen, still does not how explain that during the Trump administration, gas prices were low. Yeah, the U.S. was energy independent, believe it or not, and now we're not even energy independent, Either. Do you see the agenda going on? Do you know what an ESG score is? Yeah, they're literally trying to lock us all down and give us an ESG score. That's your social, you know, mixed with your views on climate change, mixed with all kinds of stuff. And it's going to be used against you, ladies and gentlemen. Bloomberg literally recommends that you eat lentils, stop driving, and let your parents die or your pets die. To save the planet, that's right. Eat lentils, don't drive, and let your pets die to save the planet, says Bloomberg News. I mean, it's just crazy. C-E-A-R-C, what is it? CDN News. Pat Roberts is calling for Biden to call Putin's bluff. He goes on to say that we can nuke all Russian cities. He's off his rocker, crazy. These Christians are pro-war. They're just crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, understand these war criminals are the same people who condemn the January 6th rioters for trying to make a difference in their government when it comes to vote fraud. Yeah, they want to send people overseas, children overseas to die. It's out of control. Anyway, we talked about this incredible archbishop rightly speaking out against globalist war The U.S., ladies and gentlemen, and the West— Need to return to Christ and seek peaceful relations with Russia and the world. That was hour one. Hour two, we had Dr. Scott Bradley with us. And we talked about the worst foods that make you more hungry. Dr. Joseph Mercola talking about how Americans are just getting fatter and fatter and fatter. According to the 2019 State of Obesity Report, 8.5% of American children, and listen to this, and 39% of adults are now obese, not just overweight. Junk foods addiction is real. Believe it or not, potato chips are one of the most addictive junk foods on the market. Research published in 2007 showed that 94% of rats, when required to choose between water, sugar, and cocaine, they chose the sugar. When they got addicted to cocaine in this experiment and then were offered sugar as an alternative, they switched from cocaine to sugar. It is that addictive, ladies and gentlemen. Look, these junk foods interfere with appetite control, ladies and gentlemen, and depression is a junk food state of mind, ladies and gentlemen. The junk foods literally change your mind to a depressionary state, ladies and gentlemen. Eating foods high in sodium, low in potassium, may lead to depression by negatively affecting your your neurotransmitters and your normal brain's function. We then dovetailed that discussion into a book by E. Merrill Root, America's Steadfast Dream. Do you know what the words vapid means? Do you know what the word vapid means? Good question. Anyway, that's a recap of the broadcast. If you don't know what vapid means, go look it up or check it out on yesterday's broadcast at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Without further ado the good sheriff Richard Mack, is with us. Welcome to the broadcast once again my friend.
2: Well thanks Sam it's great to be with you this beautiful Saturday morning. Hey do you know what the do you
1: know what the word vapid means?
2: Do I? Yes it's yes, uh, what most poli- it's what most politicians are Dull and ignorant, and uh, I guess it might be a nice way to say stupid, but uh, I think dull and ignorant uh, definitely come in there. But, yeah, I've used vapid before in describing politicians.
1: Yes, dull, ignorant. It also means void of substance, bland, you know, uh, vapid women would be a woman that doesn't have a personality, doesn't have, you know, vapid conversations or conversations, void of anything of great value etc all right the good sheriff's with us he's gonna be with us for both hours and man we've got a subject to cover with him but first a very interesting development took place and we've got to brief you on it ladies and gentlemen turns out that there's a big battle in the state of utah like there is all across the country the culture war takes center stage if you will And Utah Governor Cox vetoed a bill in the legislative session uh, that was just a couple of months, you know, several weeks ago. And uh, Governor Cox said, why I'm vetoing HB 11. And HB 11 is this bill about transgenders. HB 11 says, hey, you know what? If you're a man, uh, but you are transgender and you, you know, identify as a woman or whatever, you cannot play in women's middle or high school sports that's what the bill said and Cox vetoed the bill basically saying hey this complete ban will subject us to a ton of lawsuits and I believe that in Utah we can really be the first state to compromise on this there's a way to work it out so governor Cox vetoed it but the state legislative body House and Senate yesterday created a veto override Utah legislators override the governor's veto on HB 11, passing it in a special session on Friday. Utah joins now 11 other states in these bans. And um, anyway, it's a very interesting tidbit. There was a huge rally about it yesterday as well. And Kurt Crosby, of all people, welcome back, sir. Thank you, Sam. Is here to report on it. So catch us up, Kurt, on the rally.
3: Well, um, when we got up there to the state capitol in the south uh, steps there, uh, there was a good crowd, nothing, you know, it wasn't like overwhelming where you couldn't even pull in or anything, probably close to 200 people. There were some, uh, what would you say, um, you know, folks that wouldn't have barely been invited um, to it, uh, with their rainbow flags and, uh, uh, et cetera. Um, kind of weird get It's you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, but it was by and large, uh, you know, civil, except a few little breakups here and there where the, uh, highway patrolmen that were on duty there, uh, state police, um, you know, kind of stepped in that kind of thing. Um, uh, you know, uh, the folks were trying to explain how. Uh, I mean, at least the speakers that they had uh, set up were trying to explain how. Well, hey, we're we're uh, sensitive to your feelings and all that kind of stuff. And uh, but um, you know, I sent you a few headlines about it. Um, you know, some of the most interesting ones, or at least one of them, was uh, the Utah legislator. Legislature played a game while transgender youths suffer. Um, I wouldn't really say I've said it that way myself, um, but um, after reading the governor's uh, explanation and uh, that kind of thing, uh, you know, I mean, he's right. We live in the time of lawfare, if you will. Um, you know, there's a number of other articles, uh, the gay. I guess it's called the Los Angeles Blade uh, had an article on it. Uh, but um, one of the most interesting things I found about the different articles was that the uh, Jazz apparently have uh, a part ownership. Well, uh, part of their owners, uh, Mr. Dwayne Wade, uh, has a transgender daughter. And so, or son, I'm not sure why you say that, by name.
1: Yeah, we'll come back and talk about it more with Kirk Crosby and Sheriff Richard Mack in seconds. Very interesting times we live in. The battles in the culture war continue on your radio.
4: As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787... The nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series,
1: Right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Kirk Crosby, Sam Bushman, Sheriff Richard Mack, all on your radio talking about this late-breaking really story yesterday. Utah Governor Cox vetoed the HB 11 legislation. The legislative bodies, House and Senate overrode or overriding the veto by the governor. They did it in a special session, and here's the problem that I see with this discussion. the Utah joins 11 other states with this. Utah Utah Jazz released a statement on transgender sports bill veto override. It says this, the Utah Jazz oppose discriminatory legislation. We are committed to mutual respect and fair play. Beyond basketball, we hope for an equitable solution that shows love and compassion for all of our youth. The problem that I have with this whole thing, Kurt and then Sheriff, is this. You know, I understand this transgender idea. And really, there's two um, reasons that people kind of engage in this. One is that they believe they're from a different gender. So gender identification, or some would call it gender euphoria, or whatever. So I believe that I'm the opposite sex, or whatever. And then I take action to try to make that so. That's one group. The other group are people who are born with both genders, In their body so physical traits of male and female to the point where you know it's difficult to know what sex to assign them at birth kind of a thing uh, or whatever and I don't mean to oversimplify this statement uh, by these you know these issues I don't mean to make them simple I don't mean to not care about people I don't mean any of those things but I will say this we need to follow the science here and this transgender idea is a problem, by the way, we're very, the whole argument we're discussing this in. It reminds me of pro-choice arguments. That's the lie. Okay? Pro-choice is pro-death. But this same argument in the transgender world says this. Hey, you know what? Um, transgender sports. Okay? That's a term they're now using. As if they're transgender sports in the first place. Hold on a second. There's no such thing as a transgender. God created a male and female, and there is no transgender. Now, you can have man-made viewpoints like, I think I'm a different gender, uh, like, um, <clears throat> hey, we don't know what to do when the body presents both or whatever, or conflicting gender, you know, whatever. But the fact is, this transgender sports, when we create those terms, it's a lie. It assumes that there's a, a sport for a third gender, first of all. Secondly, then, this ban says we're banning transgenders. Um, So they say Utah joins 11 other states with bans on transgender athletes. There's no such thing as a transgender athlete. Um, What we really have is men trying to play in women's sports. Why are we falling for the lies? We've already lost the argument by the way we're allowing them to frame it. No wonder the conservatives, even though they've done well in Utah on this they're always on the ropes kurt
3: well you're exactly right sam and um in case uh, the good sheriff is not familiar there's a uh a recent uh story from the new york post for example that talks about this uh, uh i you know i don't really know how to call it but this guy uh, who used to be um Mr. Thomas is now Leah Thomas. And uh, this Leah Thomas has now basically um, won the NCAA women's 500-yard uh, freestyle. And, um, well, you know, William used to compete for the University of Pennsylvania in the men's team, but um, he wasn't that successful. But now he's, uh, well broken records in the uh, women's. And what you've got is you've got uh, Florida Governor DeSantis saying that the Florida native that, uh, well, would have been the winner of that uh, race uh, is the winner. Um, And so, you know, uh, you've got kind of a big controversy here. Uh, NBC has now airbrushed the pictures Uh, I guess to make her, well, him, uh, appear more feminine. Um, And so they've got edited image and they put some softening and smoothing effect. I'm not sure where they do the smoothing parts, but anyway. um, And uh, it's clear this job, they say, was not done by a professional. This level of skin smoothing is a hallmark sign of an amateur job. You know, um, I mentioned how the jazz have a... uh, Well, uh, part owner, that is uh, NBA star Dwayne Wade, and they have a, well, it says daughter, Zaya, is transgender. So I don't know if that means the daughter was born a girl. Now she wants to be a boy. You know exactly how that all works, but the NBA is also uh, planning uh, to have their all-star game in Salt Lake city in 2023. And, and you'll remember that they removed the all-star game from Charlotte back in 2017 after they passed a bill down there. Uh, what during what they called a conservative gerrymandered North Carolina legislature. That's their way of saying they did it, you know, unfairly. Uh, but, um, Later, they overrode that bill and then uh, let them have it back, I guess. So, but the bottom line is, it's, uh, it's a whole new world. And I was thinking about all this, Sam, uh, you know, after you see all these stories and things like that. And it uh, made me think about how, man, we've come through a long different, I guess you call them, train of abuses um, over our history, uh, where we started out with the Declaration, uh, the Constitution, and all that stuff. 1913, we took a serious hit with the 16th Amendment, the 17th Amendment, the Federal Reserve. 1957, we got the last silver certificates. 1963, we lost prayer in school. 73, we got Roe v. Wade. Uh, And then, of course, there's the birth certificate problem for Obama, the Boy Scouts, the transgenders, and and, heck, we even lost the, uh, for my life, the, uh, you know, first presidential stealing or robbing, robbing of a president that I've ever seen. But so we've had a Amen great Amen to that. Wow. You know. Any other details from the rally that are important, Kurt? You know, um, I think, um, you know, the main thing that I saw was, you know, you, you've got these— few people that are interested in either side of the issue and most people you know they probably just tuned into their fm music station and went on their way and really didn't even know what was going on sam and so that's the way it's always been and i guess it'll be the way it always goes well i find that interesting they say
1: hey there's a ban on transgender athletes um there's no such thing as a transgender athlete, ladies and gentlemen. Athletes are male or female, and that's the problem here. They say Utah legislators override governor's veto on HB 11 that keeps transgenders from competing in girls' sports. How come they use transgender and then girls' sports? See, there's look, there's male and female, and it's we need to follow point. the science, Sheriff.
2: Boy, I'll say, Sam, uh, this is good.
3: You know, uh, uh, by the way, uh, Sam. Just a couple of uh, comments, real quick, before the bottom sure. of the hour. The, uh, you know, you have uh, the governor in his explanation. He he gives you four. Are five numbers that he says are important, seventy-five thousand, 4, 1, 86, and 56. So he says 75,000 high school kids participate in high school sports in Utah, four transgender kids playing high school sports in Utah, one transgender student playing girls sports, 86% of trans youth reporting suicidality, uh, that's a new word that I'm needing to learn suicidality. And then he got 56% of trans youth having attempted suicide, but he didn't put a number that I think is pretty important. And that is, uh, it seems like such a small number, um, make all these changes to our society, you know, like how many people really made that roe v wade change or the no prayer in school or got you know brought us the fed reserve at the you know late night on you know close to christmas and so many times it's just a few and then all of a sudden all of society's affected you know what i mean like when the girls didn't want to hear uh, those christmas songs at school you know then all of a sudden nobody can sing yeah, christmas, no christmas songs, songs you know? in school for you It's a small number, but it's also a small number
1: that really stands up in the culture war to stop this stuff too, Kurt. Even though I believe the majority really believes in stopping this stuff and believes in uh, the truth and following the true science and everything else. But ladies and gentlemen, there are no such thing as transgender athletes, and there are no such thing as transgenders. You're either a male or a female. God ordained that at birth. And who are we to upset The reality the Creator has set forth, huh? Liberty Roundtable live.
0: Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty.
6: Radio News. Justice Clarence Thomas was discharged from the hospital after a stay of nearly a week, the Supreme Court said. The 73-year-old Thomas had entered the hospital after experiencing flu-like symptoms. The court did not say why he remained in the hospital longer than initially thought, although the court did say Thomas did not have COVID-19. President Biden is in Warsaw today to talk with Poland's president about the flood of Ukrainian refugees entering that country. While there, President Biden thanked U.S. troops were a part of NATO's military force in Poland.
4: The rest of the world looks at you and sees who you are. They see you are a multi-ethnic group of Americans that are in fact together and united in one resolve.
6: A 14-year-old is dead after falling off a tower attraction at Icon Park Theme Park in Orlando, Florida. Orange County Sheriff John Mina. Our prayers and our thoughts are, are with the family. You know, we can't imagine what they're going through. This is USA Radio News.
7: Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. There are two things that I care about. I'm always working on my health and fitness, and I care so much about preventing illness, and that's where vitamin D comes in. Vitamin D is also known as the sunshine vitamin. How do you know if you have low levels of vitamin D? Most people don't. Sons of Liberty, our regular sponsors of CBD, have been working with a group of scientists to create this patent-pending spray vitamin. Five sprays contain a whopping 15,000 IU of vitamin D3. It's instantly in your bloodstream, providing amazing protection against stillness and the taste is amazing protect yourself and your loved ones this season with this great tasting vitamin d3 spray from sons of liberty for my listeners only go sonsofliberty.com is offering a discount of 15 percent off every product when you use the code war 15 at checkout please support veteran-owned service disabled small business go sonsofliberty.com make the healthy choice and choose go sonsofliberty.com use code war 15 to get up to 15 percent off go sonsofliberty.com
6: House Republicans are hammering Democrats after a retreat at a resort in Florida. Congressman Jim Jordan says Democrats are going after free speech.
8: I'm concerned about at the FTC, the leadership there working with big tech to further restrict uh, and censor um,
6: conservative thought. Some states have started suspending gas taxes. Others are considering such a move to help consumers facing high prices at the pump. David Holt with the Consumer Energy Alliance says suspending the gas tax would be like a Band-Aid on a sinking battleship.
2: We really need a sensible policy and it's just confusing why this administration won't see that
6: two fort hood soldiers were sentenced to prison for their role in a human smuggling operation uncovered last year 21 year old isaiah gore was sentenced to two and a half years in prison 22 year old denario williams was sentenced to two years in prison the u.s attorney's office for the southern district of texas said the scheme involved soldiers transporting undocumented people in texas while in uniform this is usa radio news
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, about 12 GOP, if you will, states. I don't know why they call them GOP states because GOP is just a private party. But nevertheless, uh, you got 12 states that have banned these, quote, transgender, you know, athletes or transgender participation in sports for females, if you will, or whatever. Very strange stuff. Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Let's get his comments on this story. Sorry we lost him. He's back now. And then I've got a
2: question for the good sheriff. Sheriff? Sheriff? Well, Sam, it's really kind of astonishing that uh, a female athlete uh, depends on the rules that men play men's sports and women play women's sports, and she works all her life uh, to become an all-star athlete. And then uh, she is completely dismissed, her dreams are shattered, and she does not make it because they allow a male to participate, which has been totally against the rules, uh, since sports started, uh, and she is no longer, uh, able to pursue her dreams. Uh, I find that so hypocritical and astonishing that any, uh, professional team could promote such a thing. Uh, uh, I, I just absolutely cannot believe that our society is going so stupid, and and uh, Br- Bruce Jenner and and uh, and, and Caitlyn uh, Jenner, whatever his name his name is now, uh, even says the same thing I'm saying. Uh, man, uh, he he was an all-star athlete, obviously Olympic hero, decathlon, and now he is not siding with transgender genders doing this, and he's transgender, and this is so absurd. And uh, this woman athlete, this female athlete that I'm mentioning. Uh, she should be suing and and she should win every uh, aspect of it and the damage that has been done to her by this ridiculous uh n- new deal that we have in the world that you are what you think you are and we don't we don't follow the science anymore on this and this is just pick and choose on everything just like politicians especially democrats just pick and choose, pick and choose oh, what side of the aisle they're on and what side of the, 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 the issues of freedom. And it used to be that we were supposed to really pay attention and protect women's rights. Now we're not. We're protecting transgender rights or whatever right you have at the time. Uh, and it's just another ridiculous state of the union uh, and, and it, it, it changes daily. And for the Utah Jazz to come out like this and and say, oh, well, we have to be inclusive. Okay, how about this? I'm going to try out for the uh, Arizona basketball team. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm going to get in shape, and I'm going to try out for the basketball team, the female basketball team. And I'll bet you a dime to a donut that I would be good enough to play. I'll be 70 this year, but I'll bet you I could compete with those uh, women all star athletes. And then are they going to let me play or am I going to be too old or too mannish or whatever? This is so ridiculous that we are allowing this to occur in our society that it's even discussed is about as disgusting as you can get.
1: It's beyond being discussed, ladies and gentlemen. You literally have society doubling down in, in my opinion, opinion promotion of this. So I have a couple of questions, Sheriff, just because I'm not very intelligent, okay? Yeah. <laughs> See if you can help me out with some of these questions. Here it is. If you've got a boys team and the boys play on it, And a girls team, and the girls play on it, and that used to be the two genders, and now you've got a new gender. There's a new gender, ladies and gentlemen, and it's transgender. Then why don't they just create their own teams and their own sports and play on their own team? If it's not a gender, then we're back to male and female, are we not? How do they have it both ways, and how are we stupid enough to accept both ways? On one hand, we say it's a new gender. There's not just a binary anymore. There's a new gender, Sheriff, but yet they don't have their own, hey, just give them their own athletic reality and let them play and do whatever they want in their own gender specific uh, sports venues, if you will. If on the other hand, it's not a third gender uh, and we need to shoehorn them into male or female, um, then it's not a third gender, but they want it both ways. And this just really highlights the reality
2: of the science, does it not? Yeah, yeah, it really does. And and that's part of the problem at hand that, that the uh, the inclusive crowds uh, are so adamant about, but they, they miss out on this part, too. And so, yeah, go for it. I mean, have that. I don't know they, how they would work that out in the Olympics. I guess they could have transgender uh, events at the Olympics, which it wouldn't surprise me if they started that, too.
1: Well, they already have disabled people in right. handicapped Olympics and all this other kind of, of stuff, right?
2: So yeah, why not just have
1: a transgender,
2: you know, division
1: in the Olympics and let them sure. have it, you know, get it or done? Because yeah, if it's a could. third gender, then that's what they would have
2: to do, wouldn't they? If they're calling it a gender, uh, a, 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 another gender, I guess they. Well, would let me be give it to you straight. It's
1: called transgender.
2: Yes, of course. Yeah, but uh, so they're calling even it a gender, that, sir. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it would be fine with me. Actually, it wouldn't be fine with me, to be quite honest, uh, because of I, just wanna We're demonstrating with, absurd I, I just want to the absurd with I just right? want to stick with male and female, but it would of not course. be okay with me. And and I'm already losing interest in the Olympics, and I didn't watch any of the Olympics uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, and it it used to be something that my wife and I would never miss. Uh, but it's just gotten too political. It's gotten too politically correct. It's gotten too ridiculous. And uh, it's now not about jazz, the Olympics.
1: It's about pushing agendas. Of course,
2: and and again, bottom line, it's the destruction uh, of the family, and uh, you know, a mother and a father and and children, uh, and no one is telling or forcing someone. To try to be something they're not no one's doing that but when it comes to my daughter's life and her dedication to the sport that she's tried to be in for uh, decades uh, and and then that now she is dismissed and she cannot participate and that she was beat out uh, because everybody else is breaking the rules that she grew up with that she was uh, thinking and believing that she had a chance to pursue her dreams because she was involved in female sports. Now, all of a sudden for her, the game has changed and she's out. I think that is so cruel and so ridiculous. And this uh, swimmer, transgender swimmer should be absolutely ashamed of himself for doing that to another person, all because He wants to become relevant uh, where he wasn't before. Uh, And and I think it's it's the extremism of inclusiveness that is just so debased and ridiculous. And I'm not accepting it, and I'm not going to accept it. And if that means I'm – if the Jazz want to call me not inclusive uh, or if the ridiculous governor of Utah – wants to say that we're not compromising what do you want to compromise mr cox what do you what do you call a reasonable compromise on this tell this to the girl who was shunned and and set aside and put on the bench because all this has happened tell her the compromise you want to make you were shut down mr cox and very rightfully so uh, and usually, Utah legislature is out of control and doesn't get it either. but I applaud them this time for going over his head and 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 making this something that is fair and honest for everyone. Uh, and yeah.
1: Now the transgenders claim, at least for the most part that there is no third gender that they either identify as a male or a female. Uh, and right. so they say that transgender is not a third gender. Uh, but here's my reality about that, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the deal. If we're gonna just deal with what we identify as, because if you're born as a male, scientifically you're a male because of the plumbing, but yet you're gonna identify as a female, so we're gonna accept this you know, societal construct that says now you're a female because you say so, or you think so, or you believe so, then I have an idea when we come back for the break that I wanna float across. Are you ready? Here's the question for you to ponder, Sheriff. Is Sam Bushman a founding father? Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. Is Sam Bushman a founding father?
9: Just like a credit card, or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. So, Dr., or um, I'm sorry, Sheriff Richard Mack is with me. And uh, we're talking about this transgender discussion. Is it a third gender? If it is, then let them have their own sports. Let them do their own little gender deal. You, know, you got the boys' uh, sports, the girls' sports, the transgender sports. Let them have their own. Now, I don't really agree with that. I agree with Sheriff Richard Mack. I've got a problem with that. But I'm demonstrating the absurdity by being a little bit absurd that have one person, I guess, what, play themselves? <laughs> or two or three or four people at best? They wouldn't even be able to make teams. Because, again, this is so uh, against the norm as Kurt. Crosby wisely pointed out um, so against science so against everything that we know so against God's ordained reality that it's just uh, out in the weeds but you know what that's the point I'm making is that this is insane the few rule the many if you will by their belligerence uh, and by the dishonesty and the immorality that's taking place here so if we're gonna do this and say we're gonna identify as something and that really you know is the new norm, a male can identify as a female if he chooses, then um, is Sam Bushman a founding father sheriff?
2: Because I'm identifying as one right now. <laughs> well, Sam, both you and I have been called contemporary founding fathers. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there could be a real argument, I mean, a, a logical argument that... Uh, You are a founding father, but you were not a founding father. Just historically speaking, neither one of us uh, had anything to do with the foundation of America. But we are trying to keep that foundation and to continue the legacy of our founders and of uh, the, the constitutional foundation of America. So I guess you could say... We're contemporary founding fathers, and uh, I think even uh, Sheriff Clark uh, called us both that. So I think there's an argument for that, but just because you think you are something does not make it so. And well, I do not have... say that to any of them.
1: Hold on now. If I think it's so, that doesn't make it so? No. Wow. So if you yeah. reject science and you identify as the opposite gender— is it a lie? Uh,
2: it, it, yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> it's not true. I was going to say, well, it yeah, it's not true.
1: It's a lie. So if I identify as the opposite gender, uh, it, it's a lie. So what we've really done is we've tried to codify the lie uh, into law with women or girls being the victims right now, right?
2: Uh, afraid so. Uh, for you um, uh, feminists out there uh, who are supporting this, uh, just what whose side are you really on? Are you on side of women or are you on side of transgenders? Uh, and you know, th- there's some lines being drawn on that, and um, it's kind of funny to to see um, uh, some of the f- of feminism and the feminists really scrambling to try to find. Uh, the right side to be on here (laughs) it's uh, uh, they have created their own conflict and uh, it's it's it it all comes comes down to the the simple word called stupidity it it all has just gotten so stupid and uh, out of hand Uh, and no wonder our children are confused now this has been something that's kind of unique Sam it has always happened that a, a female athlete was able to be on the boys baseball team girls have even tried out for uh, football and made it here and there as kickers or w- whatever and, and and most of the football players uh, have not really made it they weren't good enough uh, even the ones that were just kicking uh, they 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 none of them were good enough uh, to really uh, stick with it in this to to make the team. Uh, some of them put them out there just, you know, just for the news of it all. And the novelty of it, there was a, I think her last name was Myers. There was a girl that tried to play b- uh, pro basketball about 30 years ago. And, uh, she didn't even come close to making it. And they were all also, Oh yeah, she can make it. She's really good. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, she didn't make it. She wasn't even close. Uh, but there's been some baseball players here and there that, that have, and that have been very good you didn't see it the other way around you didn't see some guy trying to play on the women's softball team Uh, so I'm not sure where that point fits into all of this but I think it includes one point that we have never rejected women uh, for trying and to making it with men's teams they've never been rejected in fact they've been pushed to do it uh, somewhat um, but it, you know, the the science of it all got in the way, Sam. Most of the time, it just didn't work. And and for those who have, they haven't been shunned. They haven't been told no, go play on the boys' team. Uh, they were allowed to play. A on the one girls' team even you mean? In, One was even in the national championship for for uh, boys' be, uh, little league baseball. Well, sheriff, and, and I'm so, calling
1: on the Jazz to to provide leadership here. If the Jazz feel so strongly about that, then um, why don't they just go ahead and, and jettison the women's NBA? They call it the WNBA, right? Why don't they just yeah. jettison that? And we'll just have one loving, compromised, working together, everybody's validated
2: NBA. Yeah, that's it. it really, they, they don't maybe they don't realize that that's what they're actually doing. But that's what they're doing you know so um, you know you can go watch the women's teams and you can fill up the stands with them if you want to do it go do it I don't care that's fine if that they have women's sports in in high school the law was you had to provide equal opportunity for girls sports as much as men's. that's fine with me no problem but now to say <laughs> men can play in the women's teams and women can play in the men's teams. You know, women have already been trying, as I pointed out. They've already been trying to play on the men's teams, and some and some sports have made it. But I think we need to get back to reality here and realize that the men's sports and the, having both hurts no one. If, if a transgender wants to play sports, fine, let him. But you play with the science. You play on the team that your science is there. And for Utah and the other states that have made this clear and to try to protect women and their efforts their entire lives to make it in sports, uh, I, I think is totally justified. It's ridiculous that we have to make such laws, but that's how ridiculous society has gotten. And that's just how stupid some of these people are. And yes, Sam. I will violate my mom's rules, and I will tell them that to their face. You're not only vapid, you
1: are stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you this question. You've got two sciences in America today. You've got real science, and you've got political science. Haven't we just kind of morphed science into political science now, and we play the political correct game where we kind of believe, hey, you know, we, we've we got to do this. You know, you identify as this or you identify as that, and that, that makes it so. And, you know, we've done all these different things, Sheriff, to the point where there's nothing but confusion in our society.
2: And I'm expecting it to get worse, Sheriff. It, it appears it's headed that way, Sam. I don't think you can uh, deny that. I, I think it's reality that you would say such a thing. But I've, I've got to say one other thing in contrast to all of this. There is a huge sports story going on right now. And what are we talking about? Men wanting to play, men who are playing on female teams and making females look inferior physically. Uh, The real story here is March Madness. And Sam, I've been a basketball player of most of my life i haven't been playing too much in the last 10 years uh, just because my knees but i would still be playing I, I enjoyed just up to five or six years ago i was enjoyed playing at uh, the local uh, la fitness and they have pickup games in there and i was still playing and i still held my own it's, at age 65 i was still held my own i love basketball i love sports it's part of who i am um, and i love march madness Love yeah so north carolina party. beat
1: ucla right sheriff
2: no that's not the story though i, I mean that was those <laughs> teams, those two teams were evenly matched and i was for ucla but but saint peter's uh peacocks the saint peter's peacocks who no one has ever heard of has now made history being a number 15 seed the lowest is 16 the 15 seed, has now gone in and made the Elite Eight. And that is a huge story. And these guys are, you know, the, the first, the starting five for the St. Peter's Peacocks are good, could right now quit basketball and become millionaires in promotions and, and just wear an Adidas or Nike or yes, whatever. Yes, they could. All of them, all of them, all five of the starters and maybe into the whole team. And and another girl that oh my gosh for the University of Indiana when they when the cheerleaders got the basketball off the back of the that's been the play of the game that's been the play of the tournament and this girl has already got a a deal uh, to promote uh, a t-shirt and you know this has been it's it's really sad that we are missing out on the true human stories of the Cinderella story of Saint Peter. Whoever called themselves a peacock? Anyway, they're the St. Peter's peacocks. And this is an amazing, amazing, miraculous story. And we're talking about men who think they're women or don't think they're in sex. And and this is really sad.
4: You know, so ending, yes, the, ending
1: the topic, what would St. Peter think about
2: all this, Sheriff? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Yeah, I'd like to hear. Their their coach is very outspoken uh, and a great guy, and he's going to be a multimillionaire out of this, and he's going to get so many offers. But it, it it just, you know, it would be something good. I would love to see somebody ask him, do you think transgender should be playing uh, on the female St. Peter's team? You know, Sam, it, it, it just, you and I say this all the time. We've said it on your show a lot. How could it get any crazier? Politically speaking, in America, the debaseness, the uh, hate of our Constitution and the hate of America uh, coming from within our own people and the people who have benefited from American liberty and constitutionalism are actually assailing the Constitution and the founding fathers. Uh, And I, I agree. I don't understand how any of them could have ever owned a slave. But I do know at the same time that these men were good people and they were going actually against the grade regarding slavery.
1: One interesting last tidbit, they called you and I the haters. I identify with the lovers, not the haters, Sheriff. How's that for you?
2: Yeah, I, I, uh, I will say that sometimes I hate the haters. But other than that, <laughs> I, I love uh, life and I love America.
1: Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff Mack with me, second hour. We're switching topics. we got a whole lot just for you on your radio. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for being alongside for the ride. We ask the hard, the real questions. We follow the science, and we do love God's children, all of them. God save the republic.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio, hard hitting news the network reviews to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for March 26th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property To promote God, family, and country, and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers, one of the great solutions we find at our fingertips. We reject revolution, we stand for peaceful restoration. The good Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Welcome back to the broadcast, sir.
2: Thanks, Sam. Like I said before, it's great to be with you this beautiful Saturday morning.
1: I guess our discussion today is all about lies. Yet, yeah, at last hour, we talked about this transgender discussion. And if a transgender is a third gender, let them play in their own third gender sports, ladies and gentlemen. If it's not a third gender, then if I live as or identify as the gender difference, different from the science, am I living a lie? That's kind of the debate, and what we want to do is pretend we can compromise this away, that we can somehow find a way to reach common ground. Common ground does not deny science, ladies and gentlemen. Common ground does not live a lie. Well, the reason that I lead with that is so that you realize, if you're just joining us this hour, what we talked about last hour, it will be online and available archived, uh, on demand at your fingertips, if you will, if you want to go back and listen to that riveting hour where the Utah legislative body overrode, overrode the governor, shut him down on this transgender thing. Now, the Utah legislative body simply said, hey, we're not going to have men in women's sports. We're just not doing that. Transgenders are not welcome to play. Now, the whole nation's calling it discriminatory and everything else, but again, uh, denying science is discriminatory. Uh, denying science literally denies God as well. So, you know, we got a whole lot to talk about there. But I bring up the lie discussion because it relates to this hour of what we want to talk about in great detail uh, if we can. I'm going to have Sheriff Mack take the bulk of the discussion this first hour because he has got to fly. And I'll finish up the discussion in the last half hour. But here's the deal. You know, patriots are running around the country now uh, really frustrated because, hey, there's overreach by government. It's totally out of control. And they want to fight back. And they want to do a bunch of things. They want to push for a constitutional convention they think that might help Uh, they want to go ahead and run around and and use all kinds of arguments um look i'm not responsible for the income tax and therefore i'm not paying look i have a i'm a constitutional sovereign citizen and therefore i drive or i travel i don't drive so i don't need a driver's license uh they come back and say look we're going to have this common law sovereign jury and we're going to go ahead and have a common law jury and indict all these people and they and they ha- I mean, the arguments are many. The ideas are plentiful about how they believe that somehow because we the people are the sovereigns, we the people are in charge, that somehow that gives them this autonomy to do whatever they want, right. to uh, literally put themselves above uh, all others, if you will. Sheriff, let's start there. Your, your thoughts first.
2: Uh, let's start which one, <laughs> uh, there we'll start with this yeah. idea though, that people
1: think because we, the people, so you look at the declaration of independence and it says this right. governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. Therefore, right. sheriff, if that's us, that's me, that's you. Then we have authority to do whatever we want.
2: You know what? Forget that. Government. Yeah, that- they're out
1: of control. Stop them. We're in charge,
2: my friend. That, that's a good start, a place to start, because, Sam, I believe we do have to push the envelope where it says when government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people, it is the duty to, of the people to throw off such government and establish uh, new guards, new government. And, and I don't believe that that has ever been defined. A lot of people would define that as voting. I don't. I think it comes... Much more powerful. There's much more power than that. However, at the same time, I do not believe that 12 people in your county can get together and appoint themselves to be a jury, uh, a grand jury, no no less, and and, um, file a criminal complaint in that grand jury proceeding that they're completely taking over on their own. Uh, with no government oversight, with with no uh, consent of the govern happening whatsoever, and then they proceed to say that this represents all the people, and that it and that it is a we the people uh, purpose and resolution, and therefore the sheriff needs to take their indictment and go and arrest the mayor, or the governor, or, or or they could even do it uh, to the sheriff. <laughs> they could be literally filing that indictment against the sheriff. So you have to ask, who's going to serve the indictment on the sheriff? Um, I, I, I don't just question this procedure, Sam. I completely disagree with it. I think it, and I, I have used a word to describe such a proceeding. And it is bogus. Uh, in fact, I have said it's completely bogus. Uh, because first of all, Sam, uh, in, in a practical viewpoint, we have delegated powers to our public officials. Yes, we bestow all powers. I admit that. It comes from us. And it is rightfully so. Uh, I, don't, I don't take issue with that. We are in charge of this government. Government needs our permission to exist. But when government officials uh, break the law or are corrupt, uh, that becomes the biggest problem that we could ever imagine because how then do we take it back? How do we take our position back? How do we undo the power that we just delegated to somebody we didn't give it to them it's not theirs it's on loan to them from us we delegated this power to the sheriff to the mayor to the to the city council to the, the governor to the state legislature and we see even conflicts happening happening between those two bodies and that's fine that's in what a way the check and balance checks and balances work but what this doesn't have sam is any check and balance when the jury, when, when a twelve people get together and form a jury, you and I have discussed this kind of tongue and cheek, but it's it's it brings out a very true point. Why can't another twelve people come and have their jury and nullify what the uh, other jury just did, and then another twelve to do that, and then another twelve and another twelve and another twelve, and maybe they don't need twelve, maybe they just need two. You know why do they need twelve? Where did they get that from? Why are they following any rules? And to me, Sam, I have compared it to this and I will do it again. It just seems to be nothing more or less than a star chamber. Uh, Elite people get together and say, this person is guilty of something. Uh, There's no transparency. Uh, There's no uh, public trial uh, to do with this. Uh, It's all done in secret. And it's done by point zero 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 two percent of the people. Uh, so that cannot, it does not have the consent of the governed. In fact, uh, most people in this country, or if it's done in your county, 99.999% of the people don't even know what you're doing. Uh, and that same 99999 would not like what you're doing. And they don't approve of what you're doing. So who wins in that case, the .001 uh, percent or the rest of the people? Who who's really in charge of what's going on in our community and our society? Is it just the twelve people that get together and say, "Yes, we're going to do this"? And there's another there's another point about all this, Sam. Where do they come up with this idea? Well, a lot of them say it comes from the seventh amendment and perhaps (laughs) perhaps we need to look at the seventh amendment and and see if there really is uh, a basis uh, for what they're coming up with so I'm taking out my little pocket Constitution here and uh, let's see where this goes Sam the Seventh Amendment uh, is one that starts off in suits of common law. So we're talking about common law, uh, which then begs to define common law. And that, that are the, the laws that are just common among all of us, like laws against murder, laws against rape, laws against theft. Those are common things uh, that everyone agrees uh are, are, are lawful and and should be there. So in cases of common law, in uh, sorry, in suits of common law where the value of the controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved. So many states, especially Arizona, violate that on a daily basis because you're not allowed a jury. Uh, I don't believe you're allowed a jury in Utah either. Because I used to work there. You're not allowed a jury in traffic matters. Uh, But they are violating this amendment where they're taking your property without due process. So I'll get back to the Seventh Amendment after the break. Hang
1: tight, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. I got a question for you. Are you part of the sovereign citizen movement? Who is a sovereign citizen? What is a sovereign citizen? Are you one? Are you a sovereign citizen? Hang tight. More in seconds. The good sheriff Richard Mack and Sam Bushman on your radio. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money
3: this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across
1: the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body
4: is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning.
1: What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly. But I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when
9: countries ruin their currency.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman and Sheriff Richard Mack digging into this topic. You know, are you um, absolutely in charge? You know what, jettison the government. You know what, the government is for the people, by the people. That's us. You know, government's out of control. Stop them. we got to go ahead and do whatever we want to. Sovereign movement comes to mind. Uh, but really, they pin a lot of their arguments on this Seventh Amendment uh, idea, which is, hey, you know what? All of our laws are rooted and based in common law, Sheriff.
2: Yeah, and that's what the Seventh Amendment uh, finishes with. It says uh, that that the trial by jury is maintained, and I don't. I, I believe that they're talking about a a jury here more than they're talking about a common law citizens grand jury Um, that doesn't seem to be what uh, that that if anybody takes the seventh amendment says oh yeah we can form our own citizen grand juries uh, without any government involvement uh, that's not what this is saying at all Uh, so let's let's finish with this it says in suits of common law so those are those are civil cases it's talking about civil cases where the jury still is the one in charge so in suits of common law where the value of the controversy exceeds twenty dollars the right of trial by jury shall be preserved that's not talking about a common law grand jury or a citizen's grand jury and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the united states than according to the rules of common law so I don't have a problem with any of that. I totally support uh, the Seventh Amendment. I think it's great. I, it shows that many states are violating the Seventh Amendment. Uh, in fact, I use that in my suggestions of people when you go to court with a, a traffic ticket. Ask the judge at the very beginning, will the Constitution, do my constitutional rights apply in this courtroom? Do my rights apply uh, as spelled out in the, in the uh, Bill of Rights? And, and then you say, well, th- then Your Honor, uh, I, here's my check for twenty dollars because you're not allowing me a jury, and, and the controversy is over twenty dollars, and so here's here's my check for twenty dollars, and I'll see you later. The judge would be bound by that because he's already bound by oath to uphold the defend the Constitution. So anyway, this this whole thing that that that's stating the Seventh Amendment is giving people permission to do the, form their own juries and then uh, fi- file indictments against public officials or even other citizens is completely bogus. I don't see that in there anywhere. Uh, it, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about civil suits and uh, that jurors are still that juries are still in charge of those as well as uh, what it just did in the Sixth Amendment criminal uh, juries, uh, that juries that will handle—I don't want to call juries criminal—that juries that handle criminal uh, complaints uh, are in charge. That's fine. I totally believe that, and 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 this is common sense. But uh, stating that the the Seventh Amendment is allowing this to to occur is just ridiculous. They also lean on something that uh, Justice Scalia said in one case that. Uh, the fourth branch of government is the uh, citizens um, being uh, jurors. And, and that's all great. That's fine, completely fine. Uh, but that's not uh, permission, again, to form your own baseless common law grand juries. And, and calling it common law uh, is a, a misnomer because common law means you're uh, subject to the law. Not that, you're, not that you are not can just do anything that you want.
1: Well, and, and the origins of common law are relevant, too. Eng, England is the origin of common law, and it related to the king's court, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. So the, the common law in the king's court was really nothing more than an, an overtime, an evolution of and the creation of these principles that are, that are adhered to really in the king's court. If you want to get literal, that's what common law is, right?
2: Well, that is where a lot of it originated, and some of them even go back as far as the Magna Carta of 1215. And I don't have any problem with that either. The history of it, no no problem. It's all part of uh, our history. Uh, a lot of it uh, came from that. A lot of our uh, principles of liberty came from uh, the rights of Englishmen of 1650, and Chris Ann Hall talks about that quite a bit. But... Uh, for anyone to presume uh, that this is talking about, oh yes, hey, uh, you call Joe, I'll call John, and you call Larry, and uh, I'll call a few others, and then we'll form our own common uh, law grand jury, and uh, we'll get together and we'll vote whether or not um, Sheriff Mac should be arrested. <laughs> and, and then they vote that yes, I should be. Uh, that pretty much, at that point, uh, stops all the common law grand juries. They're gone. They're, they're finished. Because they don't have anybody to serve uh, the warrant, uh, the, the writ, the indictment. And then some of them have come up with this thing since I proposed that to a lot of them. Then the next thing you know, they came up with something called the Intercontinental uh, Marshal. I'm not sure where they came up with that, but they said that the intercontinental – and you could, of course, point yourself to be an intercontinental marshal, and then that guy uh, can go serve uh, the warrant.
1: Well, I'm identifying as an intercontinental marshal, sir. I'm (laughs) certainly doing that. See, this is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just make it so because you believe it or want it or hope it. You can't make it so, people. And by the way, inter, what is it, intercontinental? What does that mean, uh-huh. international?
2: I guess so, yeah.
1: No, international is like uh, having a driver's license. We travel, sir. This is intercontinental, yeah. not international, right? See, and, right. and that's kind of the, what we do is we wordsmith our way into this. But that's really global governance by individualism.
2: Right. See, that, that's where and, we go, And you right? know, that's a, that's another one that comes up a lot, and that is the driver's license. Do I need to ask permission uh, from government that they permit me to actually travel when when traveling would be guaranteed. You really can't see anywhere in the Constitution where you have a right to travel specifically. I believe that we do, uh, but also you need to understand the states, and this is where I'm torn between that, and I am 50-50 on this. Uh, I don't believe that the government has any authority to establish a permit system to get married. I don't believe that came from Jim Crow laws. It's uh, wrong, immoral, and uh, it was based on racism. Uh, so I don't. Believe, I, I believe it's uh, once you explain to people where the marriage license came from, most people go, "Oh gosh, yeah. Where did that? Where did government get off uh, licensing me?" Uh, to marry my wife that's just between me God and my wife and 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 that makes sense I don't agree with the marriage license at all however on a driver's license do, do not all of us Sam your family my family my neighbor's family don't we have a right a right to know that the people that are allowed to drive actually have proven that they're competent and capable of driving uh, and, and I think that's a societal norm and expectation that is reasonable. Does that mean that government gets to regulate that to death like they do now with a DMV? I would say probably not. But I think there is a methodology that could be reasonably established that makes sure that 12- and 13-year-olds are not driving and that people that we have established an age that, yeah, okay, it's reasonable that a 16-year-old could do that. And my my granddaughter Libby's getting really close to that, uh, to that wonderful age. But at the same time, you, we need to remember the states have very broad regulatory authority. The federal government has almost zero regulatory authority. They have the Commerce Clause and that's it. And they've stretched that, of course. They don't care about the law and they don't. And care they about
3: have the, the
1: Supremacy Clause, which they mock and manipulate as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So
2: we need. To all the, the good people, and, and I know that they are good people, the, the people that form the assemblies across the country are good people looking for valid solutions. Some of them have gone a little too far on some of it, uh, but I still really believe that they are good people. But there's some of them are just really too headstrong and, uh, and, and believe that these solutions that they're pursuing are actually solutions when they are not they're not and and i really want to appeal to everyone on this program and across america uh we really need to focus on legitimate workable solutions we can do this but we've got to focus on what really works
1: sheriff we know you gotta fly thank you so much i'll dovetail on a lot of these discussions as well I'll talk about some of the origins. I'll talk about some of the myths and the realities that we face in modern day. We're not trying to be against these people, but we want to help people keep out of trouble. Thank you, Sheriff. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. See you soon, brother. Pursuing liberty.
0: Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
6: USA Radio News. President Biden joined a meeting this morning between Secretary of State Blinken and Defense Secretary Austin and the Ukrainian foreign and defense ministers in Poland. After meeting with Polish President Andrzej Duda, Biden is expected to give a speech on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Duda is expected to ask for more U.S. troops on NATO's eastern flank as well as for an international peacekeeping mission. Jenny Thomas's text messages with former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows have the attention of the January 6th committee. CBS News is reporting that several members want Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas' wife to talk to the committee. Committee members will return to Washington next week. A 14-year-old is dead after falling off of a tower attraction at Icon Park Theme Park in Orlando, Florida. Orange County Sheriff John Mina.
8: It appears to be a, a terrible tragedy, but our investigation is
9: still open. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. Before I started taking balance of nature, I was so exhausted, and they found nothing wrong... Everything was good, just no energy. For years, I was so worn out. Well, I want to tell you, Balance of Nature has been so good for me. I'm 84 years old, and I feel like I'm 30. I want to scream with happiness. I feel like I'm 30 years old now. So I want to thank Balance of Nature for everything, because this has been the best, best thing I've ever done experience the balance of nature difference for yourself right now balance of nature is offering free shipping and 35 percent off on any new preferred order call one 800 246 or go to balance dot and use discount code usa
6: house republicans are hammering democrats after a retreat at a resort in florida congressman jim jordan this is the concern americans have and whether it's Big tech, whether it's the cancel culture mob coming after people who don't speak what the
8: what, you know, the, the woke mob thinks is appropriate.
6: Ukrainian President Zelensky is calling on energy-producing nations to increase their output so Russia can't use oil and gas to, quote, blackmail other countries. President Biden announced a new deal to help provide Europe with at least 15 billion cubic meters more of liquefied natural gas to help wean Europe from its Russian oil dependence.
4: This initiative focuses on two core issues. One, helping Europe reduce its dependency on Russian gas as quickly as possible. Secondly... Reducing Europe's
6: demand for gas overall. Former President Trump's luxury hotel near the White House received government approval for sale to a Miami investment fund for $375 million. This is USA Radio News.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do getters to please obey the supreme law of the land the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, back with you live. So listen, there was an article written about a decade ago. It's an article from over 10 years ago from Forbes magazine. And it says this, what is a sovereign citizen? And I'm asking you, ladies and gentlemen, are you part of the sovereign citizen movement? Do you identify as a sovereign citizen? Uh, England, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is the origin of the common law that exists in the United States today. And I want to set the record straight on a few reality checks. This can get very complicated very fast. The enemies of the sovereign citizen movement claim, hey, all sovereign citizen means is whoever claims to identify with it or be part of it, be part of the movement. They think they're above the law and they can do whatever they want to. And I think there's some truth to that statement, ladies and gentlemen, but I also think it's an incredible oversimplification. Uh, Because if you ask if somebody's a member of the sovereign citizen movement, you know, nobody just says, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, The other problem with it is there's no organization called the sovereign citizen movement. Uh, There's people who have all kinds of beliefs across the spectrum relating to our God-given rights. The origins of authority, the clarification of terms, and we go on and on, and it's very complicated. Well, this Forbes magazine article over a decade ago literally said, hey, the reason that we're bringing this up is because cops are being uh, really assaulted by this discussion. They don't know how to respond to it. So they're reaching out to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, to try to get a handle on this, to try to figure out, hey, man, how do we deal with these people? Uh, Because they don't do normal things. They don't drive. They say, we don't need a driver's license. We have a God-given in and of a right to travel. Therefore, we're traveling. We don't need a driver's license. Um, They say things like, hey, you know what? We're not bound by the IRS and the taxes. Go look at the law. And so they're not just above the law. They actually appeal to the law. Uh, And the debate becomes very nuanced when we appeal to the law. Because what the sovereign citizen movement says is hey, there's this corporate law, uh, which we don't agree with. There's this uh, corporation. Everybody's name is turned into a corporate entity. And therefore, corporate law uh, is governing this thing, not common law. And therefore, you got to look at the fringe on the flag, and you got to look at this, and you got to, and you can identify what kind of court or jurisdiction you're in. And so it becomes a jurisdictional debate that I'm not in your jurisdiction. Well, I want to take a step back from all that because they even say, hey, you know what? We lost our liberty back in 1871, Sam. You know, it uh, it ran off the rails then. Uh, We lost a lot of states' rights. And, you know, the 14th Amendment, now people are citizens of the United States. They're not citizens of the given state or the 50 republics. And therefore, that's when it ran off the rails. And there's all kinds of complicated discussions surrounding this. And I don't want anybody to email me or call me and say, Sam, you don't understand the sovereignty movement or you don't understand what we're saying about 1871 because I'm trying to summarize it in a meaningful way, right? I'm trying to honestly highlight a lot of these claims and circumstances, and and, and I reject most of them. Oh, Sam, how dare you, aren't you? If you would just get more educated on the topic, Sam, then we could show you how you're just wrong. Sam, just give us a minute and we can articulate for you and educate you and get you up to speed so that you'll understand that, you know what, you're just wrong on this, Sam. And I'm going to disagree. And I will say to you, if you want to email me and you want to open up a real in-depth drill down dialogue on this topic, I'm open to that kind of discussion with the right people that can have that conversation but I'm not interested in those who half understand what they're talking about. And when you ask the hard questions, they don't understand what it means. They don't have the ability to answer my hard questions. They don't have the understanding and the reasoning to really talk through it. What happens is they they assault me with all these ideas. Then when I push back, they go, well, you need to talk to this person because he or she is the one that really knows. I mean, I know what I'm talking about and everything, but this person can really, you know, dissect this with you, Sam. These people can really go through it in a way that, you know, you'll get it then, All right, You know what? So I, I don't mind being in touch with the so-called experts in this, the collegiate experts, whatever you want to call them, um, but I, but I need to be able to drill in and, and really deal with some things. And so let me give you an example of the point. These You know, so-called common law grand juries. First off, common law comes from the Court of England. So are you telling me they're Court of England grand juries? Well, no, Sam. We've adopted common law in the United States. That's the underpinnings of the United States law. Don't you know that, Sam? Well, now we're going to debate law, are we? Fine. Are we talking about the corporate law that you claim that you're not jurisdictionally part of? Are you talking about the common law that you want to force in the corporate law courts? Well, no, Sam, that's why we have to have our own courts, you see, because the corporate law courts are, you know, they're all sold out. They're all compromised. They're all, they have a conflict of interest. Therefore, we have our own common law courts. All right, so your own common law court is in an English court governed by the king? How common law are we going to get on this thing? Or is it, well, Sam, we reject the king. We, we divorced England. We got, we got away from England there. Excellent. Okay, so you divorced England, but you kept England's king's law, right? Well, no, Sam, wait a minute. These were laws that the people put together uh, as they were battling with the king. And these are um, guidelines and commonplace um, principles that we put together as we fought the king. Great. So we fought the king. We rolled the king back based on the Manacarta and, uh, and other things. Um, and, and now we've got these principles that we brought into America. That's great. That's fine. I accept all that. Good. Now you got these principles and you say, Sam, we want these principles to apply. Um, look at the Seventh Amendment, by golly. We have the right to do this. Um, so I go back and say this. All right, let's look at the Declaration of Independence, because if we're going to go back, let's look at the quintessential document that let us jettison King George in the first place. We're going to jettison you, King George, but we're going to keep a lot of the principles that let us battle you along the way, because they were valid and good. We're going to keep some principles from the Carta. We're going to keep some principles from the Declaration of Independence. Uh, we're going to keep some principles from the Articles of Confederation, we're just going to continue to roll forward and keep the things that we like. So my question is, can you keep what you like and not keep what you don't like? Jettison the king, but keep the principles. Um, Yeah. So it gets very nuanced and very complicated. But suffice it to say, the Declaration of Independence clearly says, you know what? Government derives its just power from the consent of the governed. Now, is that an individual statement or a collective statement? Let me say it again. Government dry derives its just power from the consent of the governed. So if I decide that I do not give consent anymore, but you believe that you still give consent, do they have consent, yes or no? I say they don't, by golly, they're off the rails. They're crazy. They're destroying everything that we hold dear. They're whacked out in the culture war. They literally reject science and live lies and codify those lies into law. In the culture war, these people are criminal. In the real, okay, and we go on. But look, I submit to you that when we say government drives its just power from the consent of the governed in the Declaration of Independence, we're talking about a collective here. We're not talking about individuals are sovereign in the extreme to the point where they can just decide what they want to do and when. That isn't the way our system works. So in the Declaration of Independence, it says that we can dissolve the bands that connect us to a government if we feel that government is too out of control. But is that a we statement or an I statement, you see? That's where we've got to really discuss this. I submit to you that collectively... We have ordained a government, we've given our consent, and they have their just powers from that consent. You say, well, Sam, the problem is they're outside of that. They're exercising unjust powers. Therefore, we got to rein them in. They're violating the contract. I agree with that. I agree completely with that general statement point. They are violating the contract. We need to rein them in. So the only question we're really debating is tactics. How do we do that? How do we rein them in, legally, lawfully, morally? Do we use the common law? Do we use the law in the king's court that we, well, rejected the king, but we're going to keep these principles and roll them forth? It's the fundamental basis for America, don't you know? Well maybe, partially. I accept that common law principles are valuable, and I accept that that is the underpinnings of what has become the United States and the Constitution and all that kind of stuff. The debate, though, is jurisdictional now about who has authority, where, and when. The federal government has very limited responsibilities. It's listed and articulated in the Supreme Law of the Land, the Constitution, and it's very narrow in scope. The states have much more broad power. So we, the people, have delegated certain authorities to certain jurisdictional entities, if you will. The general versus the state, the county versus the state, uh, legislatively, judicially, executive, etc. We've done that intentionally, but do we do it individually or a collective did that, huh? Liberty Roundtable Live.
8: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media it wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact
5: FreedomFactor.org.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so the question becomes when government derives its just power from the consent of the governed, Declaration of Independence, if you will, the people collectively, that's the governed, gave their consent. And when they gave their consent collectively, they did several things according to the contract. They said, General government, you have tremendous power, but it's incredibly limited. Here's the list of the things that you can do articulated in the Constitution, and everything that we didn't list is off the table. In fact, to make it even stronger, the Bill of Rights says we're going to even list things that you cannot do. So now you've got a list in the Constitution of what you can do and a list in the Bill of Rights of what you can't do. And by the way, if we've left anything out and overlooked anything, just so you know, you can't do it, okay? That's what the Founding Fathers literally created. That's what the collective literally articulated, and that's what the collective contract says. So individuals can't jettison this collective whenever they want to. Why, you may ask? Because if you do, you don't have order. Okay, there's order in things. There's order to the proper rule of government. There's checks and balances. We, we divide power intentionally um, as a collective because we say we don't want an individual or group to have too much power too much authority, because they'll abuse it. Well, that's what's happening today. What's failing, you ask? Well, our I told you that we gave consent to different jurisdictional boundaries. The counties, the states, the general government, the executive, the judicial, the legislative branches. Uh, we've vertically and horizontally divided, 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 so that no group gets too powerful. So think how contrary it is from that narrative of the collective Of we the people saying, I'm going to let a, quote, sovereign grand jury, a common law grand jury, just create themselves, form themselves, and take action. Because what happens is this, quote, common law grand jury becomes judge, jury, and executioner all in one, violating the three branch separation we've created. It also suggests that we don't have county, state, general government jurisdictions, we can cross those boundaries as well. So the common law jury literally then seeks to take power into the hands of the few, virtually by self-appointment, it flies in the face of everything that our founding fathers peacefully set up. If we devolve into a situation where we're at war and there is no order in the system, and our form of government is literally gone, then we may have some rights to put together some citizens uh, of safety groups, put together some way to try to restore a semblance of order in society. But until then, we don't have that option, and we're not even close to being there yet. Is there a lot of problems, or are there a lot of problems? Without a doubt. I can name them as well as you can. I've been talking about them for over 25 years on your radio. I get that there's a plethora of problems that we face out there. No doubt about it, my fellow Americans. But we need to understand that we cannot create a poison pill. We cannot pretend that the ill is so great that any cure will do. And we can also not pretend that we somehow individually can take charge because, hey, were we the people? Um, because what happens when my grand jury is bigger than your grand jury? What happens if my ability, I've got muscle behind my indictments, you see, I can send my posse after you? See, where do we go when this happens? And that's the problem is that there's no order of authority, there's no jurisdictional checks and balances to these things. So, for example, what if a, a quote, sovereign citizen's grand jury gets together? and decides to indict and arrest Sam Bushman, is there any check and balance that can override that grand jury? What is above that grand jury to bring a check and balance, a safety to the people uh, in that? And what jurisdictional boundaries govern their authority, if it even exists in the first place? You see, I maintain that you don't have authority individually. You don't have authority as a small group, no matter how bad you want it. And no matter how ambivalent your intentions may be, where do you get that authority from? Well, Sam, authority comes from God, don't you know? Government is created by we, the people, by men. And therefore, authority comes from God to individually act with your agency, I agree. But authority doesn't come from God individually to form governments. Otherwise, I'm just going to create the government called Sam Bushman. And the Sam Bushman government can do whatever the heck it wants. You know, the Larry Barnaby uh, government over there, you do your thing and I'll do mine, okay? Just don't hurt me. Just don't take my stuff. Just leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone. Good. We're good, right? No, we're not good. Because government, ladies and gentlemen, is a very delicate balance. It is a balance between a need for order, a need for societal contractual Uh, associations and how do you then have a government this is what the founding fathers wrestled with mightily how do I create a government that has enough power to get the job done and not so much power that it abuses it how do I create an entity that has enough mojo to get the job done but not so much authority and capability that hey it can just run off the rails And we created these checks and balances in an effort to achieve that unique tightrope balance. It's like walking a tightrope between tyranny and liberty. And how do you do that? And the founding fathers felt that, hey, dividing power, the consent of the governed collectively, we can give a little bit of power to this jurisdiction. A little bit of power to that jurisdiction. We can divide, divide, divide. We can create checks and balances that will protect the people. You say, well, Sam, how well is that working for you, buddy? It's melted down now, hasn't it? Just like we told you it would. Governments always fail. Governments always run off the rails. For an immoral people, the founding fathers said, that's true. And there's no way to prevent it for an immoral people. No way. Zero. Nada. Okay? But there is hope in the system. We don't need to go outside the system. We don't need to, for light and transient purposes, dissolve the bands that tie us to government. What we need to do is use the brilliant system that our founding fathers gave us. The seeds for solutions are already in the system, okay? So if you've got vote fraud in America, you don't just let a state or a couple of states or a couple of attorneys go to the federal government, the general government and say, hey we feel wronged here we want to redress of grievances they're the furthest government from the people it'll never work the government says you don't have standing shuts you down attacks some of the attorneys that have the guts to tell the truth on this thing and then we think well we've tried that we've tried everything we're just done the fat lady's singing no it's a lie that isn't true you need to use the most local closest to the people Division of or jurisdiction in government that you have at your fingertips. That is the precinct. That is the county. And you say, well, Sam, even my county officials are corrupt. That doesn't work. Even my sheriff is corrupt. That doesn't work. Ladies and gentlemen, you have, by ignorance, allowed the checks and balances, allowed these jurisdictional divisions, this separation of power. You've allowed that to literally be destroyed. You've got the 17th Amendment that gave the states power to negotiate at the, quote, national level. Uh, But yet we've jettisoned that with the 17th Amendment. We've dismantled one of those checks and balances. You've dismantled many of the checks and balances along the way. Let me give you one recent example to highlight the point. We used to have precincts, ladies and gentlemen, where you'd go and vote. There was well over 100,000 of them in America, one of the most local levels of government where we had the greatest sphere of influence, people we knew, people that are local, people that we could talk to face-to-face, but we've allowed that to be circumvented by mail-in balloting, by mail, vote, vote by mail, and now you don't have a precinct, really, you just have a state Well, you mail it in, I guess it's by state. And if the feds have their way, they'll move it to the federal government. Now, won't they? Do you see you cannot run a constitutional republic when you let these checks and balances decay, fall away, be violated at every turn. These jurisdictional checks and balances are the key to the restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. You cannot jettison this collective by the consent of the governed and individually take responsibility, that isn't the way that it works. You cannot secede individually. You cannot retract your consent individually. And you cannot take power or authority into your own hands that you've delegated to someone else. You've said the sheriff is the executor of your county. You've said that the governor is the executive of your state. You have said that the president is executive of the general government. You've also done the same thing judicially with the DA, the attorney generals, etc. You have done the same thing with your legislative bodies. You have given them authority and power by delegation as a collective, not individually. And so as a result, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot individually sever the contract. You don't have individual authority to do that. So understand there are ways to restore the republic, but this sovereignty movement, this idea that I can go back to King George's common law or King George's court, or I can go back to these principles that came from the Carta, or I can, you know, use the Declaration of Independence and jettison the contract that we collectively agreed to after, those are not viable solutions. The solution is to learn and understand the proper rule of government. And then to insist on that at the most local of levels. And if enough Americans are moral, God-fearing, and are on God's errand, protecting the sacred cause of liberty, then we can claw back. We can push back and slowly but surely restore the republic as intended by our founders. It will not happen overnight. I know a lot of people are impatient. I know they think we're out of time and we must act now or we're all doomed. I've been told every election cycle, we're doomed this next election if we don't do something. And I've been at this for 25 plus years as a talk show host. And I've been an adult literally 35 years. What's that? Every two years, it's like 17 election cycles or whatever. Okay, I've seen this as an adult. And I'm telling you, it is not the end of the world. The sky is not falling. Yes, we're in serious trouble. And yes, we need to return to God's law. And yes, we need to then work together for the restoration of America. But let's not be guilty of reducing ourselves to our enemy's level, which is to pretend we can just take power into ourselves. The checks and balances are there for a reason, and they can be used to protect us if we turn to them. We're not against the sovereign citizen and that idea. We are against the tactics being taken because we believe that it's folly We believe that we end up with a moral low ground, if you will. We believe that we end up, um, if we're not very careful, with great intentions, but that's the road paved to hell. Great intentions. Be very, very wise as serpents, harmless as doves. Be very careful to turn to the blueprint the Founding Fathers gave us. They gave their very blood and lives. We need to carry their legacy forward libertyroundtable.com lovingliberty.net God save the Republic of the United States of America and bless us with the courage to take part